0: was another eclectic week in central Queensland. We have a face. There's a face and a reason for Relay for Life. We found out about it this week.
1: I got the result from my boat and jet ski licensing test from <laughs> Wayne. Find out how I went.
0: Plus, there is a great debate happening. It's probably one of the most important debates central Queensland has seen. Is it better to be good looking or smart? We got to the guts of it and found out how you can be involved.
1: Well, speaking of guts, it's Dietitian's week ah. and we spoke to our favorite dietitian emily for some great tips
2: banksy and pinky for breakfast only on triple m hit subscribe now
3: it's popeye pinky brought to you by causeway lake boat and jet ski licensing what a fun for everyone
1: okay i am nervous but it's time to find out how i went uh good morning wayne are you there
4: Yep, this is me, Pinky. Oh, hello, you? hello. It's good. You've got reception
1: out on the boat. That's good. Yes,
4: yes. <laughs> All right, so. I did on a boat at the moment, yeah.
1: Oh, there we go. You've made me sweat it uh, for most of the weekend, half the weekend at least. Right. Um, right, the, yep. We did the boat well, and the jet ski, prack stuff on Saturday. There was also an extra 70 multiple question, choice multiple, questions. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was a bit. Yeah. Yep. Anyway.
4: Yeah. And I think you did really well on that in particular. But um Peaky, I've only got good news for you and that's your past with fine colours. Oh so goodness. congratulations. <laughs> I
1: was actually really worried because it's been a long really, time really? since I had to get my driver's licence and all that jazz. You know how you can yeah. fail that one and
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, <gasps> just from doing silly things, you know, and, yeah, okay. and you sort of think, Oh, I can drive all right, but you know, I've made a silly mistake. But no, no, you handled the boat really well. I was really impressed in the jet ski. Oh I thought that um, oh, I thought you were a natural on the jet ski.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah,
4: so you're ready for the next step now, so I suppose you've got to go and buy one and, <laughs> and uh, get on the water and <laughs> you got no excuse now.
1: Yeah, that's right. No excuse. Um, yeah, so it was a really great morning out on the lake with the nice little group that we had.
4: Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, all good people, all similar interests, you know, yeah. where they're, they're all, so you got plenty to talk about and share stories and things like that, but um, everybody showed you know, really good confidence and yeah. all the drills that you did that... Um, it kept my boat nice and safe, so yeah. no more extra dints or scratches and all that sort of stuff with the jetty drill and the man overboard and things like that. Yeah, so
1: I have to say, I think it's probably a bit safer being a boat or jet ski instructor taking someone through a test than, like, a learner driver on the road, right? A little less oh, nerve-wracking.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we take it, <laughs> well, we'll take you to somewhere where there's not, like, heaps of other boats, so, so at least there's less to hit and stuff like that. You know, set the course up so it's nice and... um you know, learner friendly?
1: Yeah, well, it was, and I do think yeah, you have to have really great patience as well to do what you do because you're having to take people through yeah, beginner steps all the time, and we don't always yeah. get it right. so yeah, it no, was really good being no. in the company there of a a skilled sailor.
4: Oh, thanks very much, I appreciate that. That's great feedback and. Yeah, well, you know, we're very conscious of um, you know different people's skill levels and, and anxiety levels as well. Because Sorry. you know, because for some people that's not their comfort zone, being on the water at all. So um, we make sure that um, everybody feels comfortable. And because you know, at the end of the day, if uh, if you're there to sort of learn and, and get competent in driving a boat, well, you're heading in the right direction of you know uh, being safe on the waterway and and you know being part of. All the boaties that are out there having a great yeah. time.
1: Yeah, that's the one. I think the next step is um realising you'll have an audience when you actually have to park the boat <laughs> at an actual <laughs> real life jetty with other people around.
4: Yeah, well that can get scary, you know. <laughs> Stressful. No no one no one comes in when the weather's good. Everybody comes in when the weather's bad and you know, and so <laughs> everybody's true. at the boat ramp, you know, after after a rough trip home, you oh, know, the way Went for the same spot on the on the ramp, so um, yeah, you've always got you know plenty of plenty of audience, and and um, you know you want to make sure that you don't bump in any boats, uh, you know, exactly. and trying to get your boat in the right spot. <laughs> Brilliant. it's all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. Well,
1: look, I think you've already made my week telling me that I've actually passed and I'm all good because I wasn't sure yeah. how I went in terms of you know percentages <laughs> of correct. Answers and things, um, but I think now I'll just go and top up on my spinach and be ready for some Popeye Pinky action.
4: Popeye Pinky, you know, <laughs> I guess the next step for you, Pinky, if, if I don't mind putting a pun in, is um, you know you can go buy a boat and do your own thing. But but you know, like we've got the keppel Bay Sailing Club, yacht club down here at the yes. at the marina and the and the Coast Guard. You know, like if you're interested in boating and you can't afford your own boat, well, there's some obvious centres as well. They do a great job for people want to get in a boating as well. They're they're great for all this sort of stuff as well, getting people in the water. And, um, yeah, well, listen, it was great having you on board. And, um, like I said, you did a great job, so at least you'll be able to take that confidence into your next stage of boating.
1: Thank you so much, Wayne. Wayne from Causeway Lake Boat and Jet Ski License. What else has been happening this
2: week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ?
0: Pinky, there's a lot of things in this world that they say are great, like barrier reefs and my pun ability, things of this nature. But then there's the great debate,
5: Pinky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have Simon (laughs) Irwin joining us to tell us all about it. Friday night, it's a fundraiser in support of the Salvation Army. Simon, what is the great debate?
3: Pinky, it is going to be an exhibition not to be missed. It is the a team two teams of very very clever people finally deciding the topic that is on everybody's mind it's more important to be good looking than smart so finally we will have an answer to that question that has troubled us all for so long
5: (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: it's it's finding the pros it's finding the cons it's having a, a discussion about it and it's coming to some sort of conclusion right
3: Absolutely, and we've got the people for it because the two teams that will be facing off in this arena of (laughs) combat, uh, for the affirmative side is Megan Rothery, who's a noted barrister in town, Connor O'Driscoll, a solicitor in town, and Will Wheatley, who is workplace health and safety manager with Sabelco. So very high-powered team there, arguing that it is more important to be good-looking. Yep. And then arguing against the proposition is Mel Plain, who many people would know as the editor of the Morning Bulletin mm-hmm. here in town, Mark Shaw, the doyen of the real estate industry, <laughs> darky as he's lovingly known, has been around for a long time, and Mr Peter Gunn, a noted uh, bon vivant and uh, artist who has been in Rocky for a very long time and will bring his special blend of Scottish charm uh, to the whole argument. So uh, absolutely great night out. Uh, yeah, we'll absolutely. need some gun
0: control, though, on him. Yeah, and yeah. look, I feel
1: bad for the panel that are arguing that you need to be smart because they're obviously ugly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
3: funny, funny you should mention that.
1: <laughs> but, so I don't know clearly. what any of them look like. Clearly, they must be ugly. The other
0: panel are all stupid anyway, <laughs> so it's all good. You know?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's very yeah. obvious, yeah. But certainly there are
3: a couple of them who do have faces built for radio, that is for sure.
1: Look, like we're uh, in that club too. It's okay. Yeah. I've, I've found
0: absolute... that you just have to get through life having no good looks or intelligence. So, you know, what? I'm on the side of they're all good. <laughs>
3: Yes, there'll be those of us who'll yeah. end up relying on our pension and our wits, both <laughs> hopelessly inadequate. But anyway... Yeah, your budget so, skills. Um, yep. Is that the Frenchville? Yep. Uh, it's at the Frenchville this Friday night. As you said, it's uh, proudly presented by Evans Edwards. Um, it's for the Salvos.
5: Excellent. Uh,
3: 900 bucks for a table of 10 or 95 for an individual ticket. There's yep. going to be a, tri- a trivia competition uh, hosted by the Quiz King, who comes up from... Jeez, some big place, I can't remember whether it's Brisbane or Sydney. Probably but anyway, a not
1: people, very good-looking place, but yes, yep. <laughs> yeah. Stupid,
0: dumb. unintelligent, <laughs> uh, dumb-looking yeah, people, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know what it's like. And it's, <laughs> there's a three-course dinner with some welcome drinks, uh, which will be supplied by the host, the uh, the Frenchville. Well, that's paid for and your ticket already. Yeah, the
1: Jeez. welcome Grapple, drinks make people look good-looking, yeah. Good
3: looking, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if people are uh, keen on coming, yeah. uh, if they could ring, can I go, give out a phone number for yes. Yeah, but do it slowly.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> No, not that slow. No, not that
3: <laughs> Okay.
1: Let's go. It's a good looking phone number.
3: Zero four four eight three six eight four
0: four
5: nine.
3: And look if you've missed so,
0: that number, you can call, you know, the one you know, one triple three five three, we'll uh, hook you up. Easy done. Easy. Sounds uh, great. I'm and gonna the ask winner you... will
3: be decided sorry, thanks. Sir. I was just gonna say the winner will be decided on the applause from the audience. Uh, uh so applause the moderator. the moderator for the evening, so it'll be as as straight as an arrow as you would well imagine. Mm. Uh, So, if you do know those people, please get your table together and go along and support them because uh, your support will be really a big part of their win, possibly more than all the arguments that are put up.
0: (laughs) I love
1: it so much. What a great idea.
0: Before we let you go though, Simon, definitively, what is your response to, is it better to be good looking or intelligent? Well,
3: you've met me Thank you, <laughs> Let's go with uh, with
0: go with.
1: <laughs> obviously I'm not good saying walking, anything. No. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. You we'll see you at the full on Friday for the great debates. Sounds great. Right. Thanks, team.
2: They're different, but they're ours. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ.
1: Rockhampton's Relay for Life is turning 20 this year and the face of Rocky's Relay for Life is Councillor Neil Fisher. Good morning.
5: G'day, how are you going?
1: Doing really well. Congratulations. It's a good-looking face.
5: (laughs) I thought it was just one for radio, but...
1: (laughs) No. Uh, It's a very well-known face around central Queensland and, of course, Relay for Life. I can't believe it's turned 20. I do remember when it began. Uh, So the fundraising continues... Neil, and for those who aren't across things, uh, you are still on a journey of battling cancer.
5: I am. I am, yes. Mm. But keeping positive and yeah. with anyone who's going through cancer, mm-hmm. everyone's journey is a little different, but yes. there's something that we can all do and really get behind those that are having it in their journey. Just say good day. just send them a message. How are you going? It does make a big difference. And it's something that I found was very supportive and then having queensland cancer council yes are there for assistance the work that they do throughout queensland and in our local area is phenomenal and so many families It sometimes there it's not just those who are doing the journey themselves but it's just mm. support for the family and i i know that there are many families struggle having a loved one yes. that is uh going on this journey
1: and so how are you travelling? Because I do believe you were saying on Facebook recently that you had to get some treatment again.
5: Look, I had to go through some treatment. And um, look, it was type of treatment there you'd never wish on your worst enemy. Mm. But when you get to the other side of it, it's actually it's one of those things that you do do that little happy dance. <laughs> um, That's and, good. And uh, you're, when you're going into the oncology wards, you're actually with friends and go you know, there's a lot of support. So for me, I just sort of really felt sort of blessed that I had so many great people around. I've also got to sort of say here in central Queensland, we are blessed with fantastic health facilities, health support people, our hospitals. Look, the whole thing, they are tremendous. One of those wishes that I would love, we need east-west flights from the central west Mm-hmm. Like Longreach and Barcaldon yep. to Rockhampton because some of the people that I was in the oncology wards with, yep. they had to drive from Longreach. Which wow. is a you know, six or seven-hour drive. Now, yeah, And
1: then some, yeah.
5: That's right. And going through the treatment that I had, you actually live life in a, a three-week cycle. In two weeks, all I did was literally throw up. Yeah, you're a you a very crook. Yes. Getting back into a car oh, and having no, to drive back to Longreach. So... One of the other things I want to uh, do is just raise this, that we've got to get east-west flights. We've got to have that for that support. Yeah. So those people there can actually fly back that day. Yes. Not having to have a long drive. Yes. Or even... Uh, there's only a couple of bus services. There's no train service running at the moment because of COVID. Wow. And if you had to fly, you've got to fly all the way down to Brisbane.
1: Yeah, that's really tough. And all the way back. I'm with you there. That sounds like a great initiative, something to add on this year with getting the flights there. I will add, Neil, that recently uh, I met one of my neighbours who volunteers at the Oncology Ward here in Rockhampton, and she actually told me she was a bit nervous, That felt it might be quite confronting, but she's found it to be so uplifting and joyful. She's just meeting amazing people in there, like yourself.
5: Look, some of the most inspirational people you'll ever meet in your life, and and I think that draws on and builds your own strength. And the last thing you want to do is get down and go sort of, they sort of feel like the whole world's coming in on you mm. no there's so much t- to sort of move forward and and you know, just fight this cancer let's get rid of it and and I think relay is fantastic because what relay does is it actually you know, sort of brings all of all the people that do, have been supporting loved ones through their own journeys to celebrate you know, those that survive. Uh, the cancer journey but also remember the the loved ones that have lost and with that raising money for doesn't have to do or doesn't have to go through uh, some of the uh, journeys because we've found a cure or we've We've found a way forward, and, and that's what yeah, I'd like to sort of think, that we're going to find this cure. We're definitely going to get there.
1: Well, you are nothing but an inspiration, Councillor Neil Fisher, and it is the proud launch of Relay for Life in Rockhampton, 20 years this year, and we will catch up with you further along.
5: Looking forward to it.
2: Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ.
1: It is Dietitian's Week, so to talk all things health and to talk about what we're eating, I have dietitian Emily Guyard joining us this morning. Thanks for jumping on the phone. No, thank you for having me. Six out of ten Australian adults are overweight
2: or obese. Yeah, that's right. And um, moreover, we have um, over 31% of Australians feeling bloated and uncomfortable after eating and Mm. over a quarter of Australians skipping meals and then participating in binge eating at night time. So, Emily, with
1: the feeling bloated and uncomfortable, can that be because you have an intolerance or we're eating too much carbs? Like, what do we put that down to?
2: Yeah, it can be lots of different things. Mm. I find that for most people, it's just because they're not eating the right proportions in their meals. So, yep. you know, they're eating way too much carbohydrates at one meal and then none at the next or the other way around. And so their body just struggles a bit to to break things down properly and they end up feeling really uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, digestion. Can I just say, my bugbear, um, certainly no dietitian or have a perfect diet, but I saw these treats for Easter being advertised recently and they were some sort of Easter cake in the freezer section. And the way that they talk about these things, they referred to them, Emily, as a snack and I was like, that Ooh. isn't like chocolate cake. That's not a snack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's no, dessert. I, I that's probably, a treat. That's probably half of where people are going wrong, like this whole pretending that certain foods are like okay for snacking on, you know, terrible.
2: Oh, totally, totally. It's the marketing. It, it catches ta- us out. And, yeah. you know, the best of us have trouble, um, you know, deciphering all of these different mixed yeah. messages that we're getting. It, it's hard. It's hard work. Yeah, it is hard work. Uh, so, what kind of tips do we have to share with each other
1: this morning for better nutrition, gut health, that kind of thing?
2: I always say to people, don't be don't be afraid of those carbohydrates. Like I was saying, having too many can can lead to bloating and make it difficult to digest. Mm. But having a small serve of, you know, going for the brown carbohydrates when you can, and pairing it with a really good quality source of protein or fat, like avocado. Um, Fish, other types of meat, or even tofu, things like that can help to just. Slow down the digestion so that your body is able to process things efficiently and give you a really nice, even energy boost um, and and stop you from feeling so bloated and overwhelmed after you eat.
1: I'm glad we talked about this because last week I have a a teenager and she loves pasta. And so I had pasta a few nights in a row, which I don't typically do. And I really felt so bloated and puffy. I felt
2: horrible. And I was like, I think it might
1: be the pasta.
2: Yeah, you've got to pop like some some chicken or something in there with it and just keep the, the pasta served to about, you know, half a cup thereabouts um, and the rest of it should be protein and heaps of veggies. Beautiful.
1: And so what are you doing to celebrate Dietitian's Week?
2: <laughs> Great question. You know, it's funny, my dad actually texted me on Sunday and he said, oh, in honour of Dietitian's Week, I'm going to be having some chocolate for you. <laughs> um, well, That's okay, Dad. Well, it's
1: just a snack anyway, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, just a snack. Definitely not a treat. That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.